Shut up and sit down. of Behind the Mic with Billy Alexander. It's been a long time since I've been able to talk to you. Happy, very past Thanksgiving holiday season to all. Some are probably still celebrating some of that uh, holiday cheer uh, with some late dinners due to travel issues and other things going on in the country. Um, a lot of people were able to get their traveling in early and get it done. Um, just to move on to the next one that everyone's already starting to pile through stores and cause traffic accidents and issues inside of stores and the backups for FedEx and UPS and all those other delivery people. I don't get paid to mention their names. It's just something a part of I'm just talking about right now. Uh, so don't take that into accord. But as we move on to the next holiday of the Jolly Fat Man, as some call St. Nick, Mr. Claus, Mr. Christmas, Santa Claus, Kris Kringle, and everything else you can think of out there. Let's talk about some of those other things that are going on. So I come across this story uh, this week that I just kind of wanted to go over. And there's going to get a lot. Out of the audience that listens out here, there's going to be some people that will probably send me some comments. Once it gets posted to certain parts of uh, social media, I'm sure I'll get a couple other comments. Um, but I come across this story. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Hang on. Is that better? Nope. Still not working properly. There we go. Now it's finally done. Sorry about all the excess noise. It's not planned on the show. Boo! Um, anyway, so I come across the story that's probably going to catch me a little bit of slack, and that's perfectly fine because that is what I'm here for is to cause a stir or a little controversy or someone to think twice about certain things they want to talk about. Um, I want to go over a story uh, that I come across um, entitled Holding Police Accountable. Um, and this is no particular uh, pinpoint. This is no particular hit on any of the law enforcement agencies anywhere in the country or even in the world, it's just there is a lot of bad shit that happens um, behind the scenes 
that we don't see but we always hear about. And it always comes out at the wrong time. And because of that stuff, um, there are people that are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty are proven guilty before they're even put on trial or anything else. And that's why there's a lot of uh, people that are being incarcerated um, for many and many of years uh, due to police corruption and other issues along that matter. Um, but I come across this story I thought was kind of interesting, so I wanted to go over it um, and kind of talk about some of it. So the number one reason is that people go to prison is because of government misconduct. Now, again, this isn't a pinpoint straight at the government. This isn't a pinpoint or against any agency uh, of law enforcement anywhere. It's just a story that, that it was, it's an opinion. Um, but it's not just my opinion. The view of the National Registry of Exonerations uh, catalogs wrongful conviction cases and all the underlying cases. Uh, the group concluded a recent uh, 54% of cases in which some people have been wrongly convicted and it was through willful wrongdoing by police officers or even prosecutors. In the 1990s, there was a man named Daryl Parker. Uh, he was working for City Parks Department at the time um, around the Moline City Hall area. Uh, and he had been wrongly convicted of murder in Nebraska. Uh, it took the state of Nebraska 60 plus years to acknowledge it's a mistake and fully exonerate the man. How do you give back somebody their life of 60-plus years that you took away on a technicality or a misplaced paper or a wrongful conviction uh, in this matter? Um, police and prosecutors in this story, of course, uh, were found out that they were hiding evidence pointing to somebody else having committed the crime, and a professional interrogator coursed a false confession from Mr. Parker. At the time he was wrongly convicted, he was a farm kid in his mid-20s, just graduating out of Ohio State University. 20s. His mid-20s, when he's wrongly convicted of a murder in Nebraska because of corruption. The the unbridling of the professional status could protect him or anybody else in, in that matter from, you know, police misconduct. And it happens all the time all over the country, all over the world. You see and hear about it um, in the news and, and articles and, and and TV shows that they're now making it so easy to break down cases on television for our viewing. It's it's ridiculous. Um, former Governor Jim Egger used to say that the best disinfectant against corruption is sunshine. Let that sink in for a few moments. It's incumbent on journalists, citizens, and others to hold those in power, including police officers, accountable. It's never enough to point vaguely at departments or agencies. As I said before I started talking here, this isn't a pick on anybody in particular. Um, but there is a problem over there. The nature of uh, of this is 
it's all it, it, it's it's overwhelming for some and when you read the numbers it, it automatically gets to you uh the nature of democracy is to hold individuals not institutions accountable but after all agencies don't go to prison but the individuals do um bureaucracies don't have their name on ballots but candidates do and an organization can't be shamed into compliance but the people sometimes can more corruption that's political corruption in some in, in some terms that's why it's important to name names in some of these cases that have been fixed and some that still need to be fixed to this day 118 people were tortured in the custody of the Chicago Police Department didn't suffer but commander John Burge did he was sentenced to four and a half years in prison and lost his pension by holding that one man to account an example was set for the entire Chicago Police Department do you imagine uh, the state house bureau chief for chain of Illinois newspapers a man that was named Gary Gouger or Gauger maybe pronouncing it wrong dropped by he was wrongly convicted of murdering his parents in rural McHenry County. He served two years on Illinois death row before his conviction was thrown out. His conviction steamed from a false testimony on part of police officers who investigated the case. You know, I I got a friend of mine that I could bring in to this conversation right now, and man, would he just be tearing one side up and down the other. On both sides, he'd be tearing up and down on the bad part of the, the, the judicial system uh, and corruption, and he would be backing uh, on the other side. The wrongful conviction um, for him was, was, was hardly an isolated case. There were 13 innocent men freed from Illinois death row, and of those, 10 of them were tortured by Burge or those under his command. Undercover police officers engaged in sexual assaults, thefts, physical abuse, wrongful use of deadly force, and it's all acts of misconduct. There's good officers that are outraged at this going on. Most of them have a, it's like a brotherhood. It's a, it's a pact. You, you don't speak of the ill if you don't have to. Because not only will it hurt the force or the the people around you, it's it's going to eventually come back and it's going to hurt you. So a lot of those a lot of those officers don't come forward to talk about this, and it's a shame that any of them should be scared or, or worried about their life or their brotherhood, as they call it, um, to bring bad cops to justice. Um, a good cop has no use for a bad cop, and our society has many good officers throughout the country and the world at times, but police corruption does take different forms. Um, the sins of mission rather than commission. When an officer looks away, when somebody commits a crime because they are powerful or connected, that is corruption. Everyone is entitled to equal justice under the law. Our society embusses those who wear a gun and a badge with enormous power. They can take someone's property. They can take somebody's freedom. Or in some cases, even take somebody's life. 
With that much power comes responsibility. But also, on the other hand, with responsibility comes accountability. Now, folks, I want you to think of something on the way out here. If we're not holding them accountable, who will hold them accountable for those actions? Shut up and sit down. That's it for another edition here of Behind the Mind with Billy Alexander's short session today. We'll see you again next time, folks. Check it out. Behind the Mind with Billy Alexander on Facebook. You can also check out a few other really good people out there in the world as well. Guys, help support the local, local people in your area, local podcasting, and everything.